0: This is WFCB on demand. You're listening to The Outlaws on WFCB on demand. Welcome to The Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E Will is off. He's sick. There's something wrong with him, and we told him to keep his ass away because he, he did not want to get what he had. Exactly.
1: He had the BGs.
0: He has the BGs. <laughs> the bubble guns. So, it is myself and Miss Lavish running the show today. I'm expecting some crazy stuff from Miss Lavish, always. as we always get. So, stay tuned for that. We are going to be discussing, of course, the thing that has been on the minds of every person who's interested in music right now the Drake Meek Mill beef. Stay tuned. We're going to be talking about that in a little bit. We are also going to tell you a story about an animal. We'll leave it like that. We'll let you know (laughs) what the animal is later. Who faked a pregnancy in order to get better food. Food and air conditioning. Food and air conditioning. So you want to stay (laughs) tuned for that. And, of course, we're also going to uh, touch on the situation in... Cincinnati, it seems like every freaking week, we have something, some sort of of national tragedy that we have to talk about. So we'll discuss that in a little bit as well. So stay tuned. You are listening to The Outlaws. Welcome back to The Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E. Will is off today, last minute, because he was sick. He's come down with something, and we wish he will the best. Now, we are going to discuss with my very lovely co-host, Jessica Lavish, looking very lavish as always. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to talk about what everybody has been talking about all week, and that is the Drake and Meek Mill beef. Now, Meek Mill, from my understanding, he started this. He did.
1: He started it because... Um, so it's just like a little recap. He accused Drake of using a ghostwriter for R for R I C O, mm-hmm. a track that they recorded together for Meek Mills' new album. And so, you know, when he said it, he was just accusing him uh Quentin Miller, saying Quinn yes. Miller wrote it, blah, blah, blah. Yes, alleged- so he was just like pretty salty in life. But Drake didn't say anything for for a few days. Yeah. And then Saturday night, he released three new tracks during his OVO sound radio show on Beats 1. One of them was Charged Up, which was his first diss track, which was weak. It, it was weak. It was horrible.
0: Now, I'm a Drake fan. I actually like both of them. I'm, I'm a Drake and Meek Mill fan, so mm, me as well. I don't really have a dog in this fight. But I agree with you. Charged Up was not very It good. was
1: horrible. And Meek Mill said, he called it baby lotion soft. He also <laughs> said, you know, basically like, you did write it. We know you wrote that one. <laughs> Basically that's that's what he said. Um, so he was supposed to say something on Monday night, but he, he didn't say anything. So then Drake took the opportunity to go on the offensive and release another new track called Back to Back.
0: Now Which that is one much better.
1: is a banger. Yeah. Like that's a song you could just listen into the car. That was a much regardless better if song. it's a diss track. Some punch shot. some punch lines went on, you know. Is this your girl? T- is this a world tour? Your girl tour? You know. Yeah, holly, that, was, <laughs>
0: yeah that was disrespectful.
1: <clears throat> so then basically Meek Mill came out with a track when yesterday. Like four days later. Yeah. Five days later. Yep. And it was. Um,
0: what was it called? Um, I don't even know. Want to know or something like that. Something
1: stupid. <laughs> it was. Um, there are two different type of diss tracks in my eyes. Um, Drake's was. Full of punch, like shots, like boom, shots fire, shots fire, hella shade. And then Meek Mill's was facts talking about how T.I.'s friend peed on Drake. Talking about, and how then it
0: comes out today, by the way, from TMZ that allegedly that did happen. Mm-hmm, that, exactly, that um, how he
1: sent Charlamagne all the bottles, how he paid Chris Brown. I forgot why he paid Chris Brown. How did he smack them and he didn't do anything? So it was just, you know, like a lot going on and Mick Mill definitely took the heat on this one so many so many pictures posted about this (laughs) on Whataburger Whataburger was one of the people I don't know if you guys are familiar with Whataburger it's actually called Whataburger but um they actually had said, Well, let me what a burger is a burger place that is it's in Houston. Right. And it's they tweeted, Meek Mill, take it from us. If you're gonna serve beef, serve it high quality. <laughs> like was, Rosetta wow. Stone said we might not be able to translate the latest Meek <laughs> Mill soundtrack, but we can help you learn languages most people speak. Oh, wow. E! News said, just for a diss track a day, you can help Meek Mill's career. Something oh, like that. Oh. So, and then I just saw the funniest thing. It's, you know, um, on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air where he's in the cab taking yes, pictures. Yes. It's a picture of Meek Mill saying, Meek Mill, Mama about to send him to Bel-Air to live with his auntie and uncle. Uh,
0: <laughs> now, I will say this. I am a, I'm a hip-hop head. I'm mm-hmm. a hip-hop veteran. I've been I've been loving hip hop for a long time. Mm-hmm. To be quite honest, none of them tracks were really what we're used to mm-hmm. as far as a diss track. None of those were hit 'em up. None of those were takeover. None of those were ether. But in my mind, Drake is winning right now. Oh, and I'm gonna yeah. tell you why. And I want to hear your opinion after this, but I'm gonna tell you why. Meek Mill. Was always going to be at a disadvantage because Drake is a bigger star than him. Correct. So you have a large amount of people that no matter what, no matter what you say, no matter what you do, they're always going to say that Drake won. Mm-hmm. So in order for you, when you punch punching above your weight class, you got to make sure you knock that dude out. Right. If you want to beat Drake, you have to demolish him, and Meek Mill didn't come even close. He didn't come even close to doing that.
1: No, and I, I completely agree with you. I'm I'm a fan of both, though. Um, but, I am, too. But Meek Mill has to understand that, like you said, they're two different kind of artists. So it's like, you guys, I wouldn't even put you in the same, like, it's hip-hop, but I I wouldn't put you in the same genre. You see what I'm saying? Like, right. Meek Mill is trap music. And if he writes his own things, you can tell that he does. And I'm not trying to say he's a horrible rapper, but (laughs) he's not where Drake is. And I don't believe that Drake wrote every song. I do not believe that. I don't believe no artist uh, writes every song. So, I mean, you know, I feel like he was just a little salty because he felt like we supposed to be cool when you had somebody else write my your part of my song.
0: Well, you know what? We are going to pick that back up when we come back. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Outlaws. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E Will is off today. And make sure that you follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and you like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Outlaws Radio. And before the break, we were having a conversation about what everybody's talking about right now the Meek Mill and Drake Beef. Now, Jessica made a good point before the break that. Meek Mill was probably kind of salty because he felt like, okay, we supposed to be cool. And you had somebody else write your stuff. Now, granted, I understand why he would be upset because I paid you. Right. To do this verse for me. Right. And I paid you to do a verse that someone else allegedly wrote. And you didn't do the verse. So I get it. Mm -hmm. But also they're
1: supposed to be cool. Right. So he should have been like, Hey, like, why you ain't write it
0: yourself? For him to for him to wild out on him on Twitter, and especially when you're you're dating his people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? For him to wild out like that on on Twitter on somebody that they were cool 14 days ago, you know what I'm saying? I felt like that was kind of disrespectful, and Meek Mill deserved whatever he get. Now to the quality of the songs themselves, Drake's first disc was whack. Whack. I'm sorry. It was. It was. It was not. like
1: a love song. Like, who are you writing this to? Yeah, it, a man it, or a woman? Because I'm confused. Sound, it didn't sound like a diss record. No, it sounded like a. I'm. It's 3 a.m. and I can't sleep, so I got to vent. <laughs> I gotta get this off my chest, man. That's what it sounded like. Mm. But
0: where Meek Mill is getting in trouble is he took too long. He did take too long. Number one. Number two. Drake is obviously. He's strategizing off of it. Oh, he got an album cover for it. Mm-hmm. He was doing promo with the Toronto Blue Jays about it. It's like Meek Mill is just in a different league right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. He is. So, like you, you playing with the big boys, and if you gonna play with the big boys, you are gonna have to smash this dude. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't smash him, that's that's why it's Meek Mill is in a disadvantage because. Drake doesn't have to beat you. Drake just has to not lose to you. You gotta beat him, right? Because as long as Drake doesn't lose to you, I mean, even if you listen to uh to Back to Back, that was a good record, but in it, it wouldn't be in my top five disc records of all time. No. Even that, it was it was okay. You know who made some good disc records? No, I know mm-hmm. who you about to say <laughs> who
1: I'm about to say. You
0: about to say Tupac? No. Oh, but Gucci. he did though. Oh my God!
1: Man, go listen to Gucci's disc record to Ti. B- back in the day,
0: I thought I was really I was really about to be proud of you because <laughs> I thought you was gonna mention hit him up or one of them one of them killer records right, that you are But you gotta T-Fi understand did. that
1: like. I'm 23, so. But them, you a pocket though, too. I am, but like, you know what I mean? Like, them is like, you know, I was young when those came out, and I do love Tupac. We got the same birthday, R.I.P. Tupac. Okay? <laughs> we got the same birthday and everything. So, but, so
0: your equivalent is
1: Gucci? Not to Tupac, but to what they just did. Yes, it is. I
0: probably should have turned my ringer off.
1: Probably, but it's cool. <laughs> so, let me, it's, it's this uh, verse surfing around online. Of what Meek Mill should have said. Oh boy. Now I don't know who wrote this, but he probably should have had them ghosts write this song for him because <laughs> this is this is the verse. Little wheelchair Jimmy's having a golden year, but I'm smashing the girl he wanted his whole career. Stop with these oh. corny love stories. No one cares. Just talk to Ross. He said you should grow a pair. Okay, you making hits, but you still fakeish. Cause when Diddy smacked you, you wasn't saying "shh, stop with the tough guy act, Aubrey." You not gonna win this fruity. No wonder Apple sponsor him. You oh. ain't the hottest because we all know Cole, Cole and Kendrick Iller. This ain't even a Drake diss. This is a response to Quentin Miller. Oh! oh,
0: wow!
1: Who wrote that?
0: Yeah, who? Now,
1: where, why they ain't signed? He
0: need to be Meeks Ghost, right? He needs to be signed. <laughs> I don't know who wrote that. Uh, I uh, was uh, like, now. On on the ghostwriter thing too, I understand that this is hip hop. Mm. This is this isn't R and B. This isn't pop. This isn't another genre. In hip hop, you're expected to write your own stuff. You are because you're saying that this is your life. This is your you're supposed to be representing who you are for real right. on these records. But at the same time. Everybody uses ghostwriters. It doesn't make it doesn't make it right because I'm an old school cat. I would rather you write your own stuff. But a lot of 90 percent of rappers use, use ghostwriters. And
1: I believe 90 percent of successful rappers. Now, Meek Mill, let's just think about Meek Mill, 2 Chains and Future. They are pretty good artists, but they're not as successful as Drake. No, because I honestly believe that they honestly write their own songs. Yeah. And that's why some of them are pretty stupid because they write their own songs. <laughs> but Drake, on the other hand, I don't believe that he has ever written like I don't believe that I don't think that somebody has ever written an entire song. For I don't him. think so either. But I believe that it's songs where somebody wrote this and this and this in it.
0: Well, and, and it depends on your on, on what your definition is. I've had times where I've been in the studio with Cass and my dude to be like, yo, Hey, man, you I should need a this for such and such. Mm. Or, or hey, man, I can't I can't think of this line, man. Give me a word for blah, blah, blah. Right. And I give it to him. That don't mean I wrote his record. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just contributed here and there. Maybe helped him with a line here, helped him with a line there, helped him with a chorus. Um, so a lot of things that we call ghostwriting may not necessarily be ghostwriting. To right. me, that's not ghostwriting. If no. someone writes your whole song, that's ghostwriting.
1: And I also don't think that Drake is hip-hop. So really? I don't, no, I I don't I don't well, classify him. I don't I don't classify him as a rapper either.
0: So what was he doing on on uh back to back?
1: He was—I don't know—he raps sometimes. Well, you a rapper? <laughs> well, you rap a- all the time. He be singing. He be on his Chris Brown type
0: of yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's a, he's a rapper slash singer. But I mean, a lot of a lot of cats did that. I mean, you got Drake I- did that, and Diddy was singing for a minute. And- Diddy was what? <laughs> you remember Last Train to Paris? No the diddy dirty money yeah i didn't listen to that <laughs> he sung on that I didn't
1: old e- ever s- after danity kane and day 26 i did not listen to diddy okay okay <laughs> the band remember the band i
0: remember the band <laughs> the band Not all of them failed kanye <laughs> sung too remember um, he doesn't sing 808 and heartbreak he
1: doesn't sing
0: well so what did you call that whining <laughs>
1: He's like a Keith Sweat. He whines. <laughs> Keith Sweat don't sing. He whines. No man. You a
0: you a harsh critic, girl.
1: He's not. That's not singing. That is I can do that. Let's let's get me in the studio right now. I can whine on the track. Give you
0: some auto tune. Give me a little
1: auto tune with a nice beat. Bam. I got a hit record.
0: Well, you know what? Hey, I am the consummate business man. That may be a, a good idea. That's hey. what that's what we gonna do. Cool.
1: <laughs> Alright, Lavish got some songs coming out Stay tuned for exactly. my mixtape
0: Lavish gonna have that fire <laughs> <laughs> We'll be right back Welcome back to the Outlaws This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish E. Will is off today And once again You know, this is becoming too regular of an occurrence It seems like every week or every other week We have to talk about something Some tragedy that happened And I mean, this is. I mean, it's getting to the point where it's like, okay, another one, and you lose, you lose the words to even, you don't even know how to address it. So, right now, we are going to discuss what happened in Cincinnati, and of course, that hits home here. I mean, that's in our state. It's on the other side of the state, but I mean, that's still in our in our home state. So, for those who may not have heard, I think pretty much everyone has by now, but. For those who haven't, there was a University of Cincinnati uh, police officer, and he was indicted for murder in the death of Samuel Debose. From NBCNews.com, the white University of Cincinnati police officer who shot unarmed black man Samuel Debose during a traffic stop has been indicted on a murder charge. A prosecutor announced Wednesday, saying the cop purposefully killed the motorist and should have never been a police officer. In announcing the charge against Officer Ray Tensing, Hamilton County prosecutor Joe Dieters lambasted the cop over the july nineteenth death of DeBose forty three, saying the fatal shooting was the most asinine act I've ever seen a police officer make. University and city officials said Wednesday afternoon that Tensing was immediately terminated and turned himself in. DuBose was initially pulled over in his green 1998 Honda Accord south of the university campus for having a missing front license plate. During the news conference, prosecutors played footage from Tensing's body camera. The recording shows the officer asking DuBose about a bottle he sees on the floor of his car. And DuBose hands it to him. Officials have previously said it was a bottle of alcohol. He then asks DuBose several times if he has his license on him. DeBose asks what he's being pulled over for. He tells the officer he has a license, but but it's not on him. After tensing asks him if his license is suspended, a short scuffle ensues. A few seconds later, DeBose is shot in the head while still behind the wheel of the car. DeBose, a father of 10, was dead instantly, Dieter said. At that point, the car starts rolling, likely because DeBose's body hit the gas he had Tensing later said he was dragged by DeBose's car leading to the shooting. In the incident report, another officer said Tensing told him he was dragged and almost run over by the driver of the Honda Accord and was forced to shoot the driver with his duty weapon. But the prosecutor said Tensing wasn't dragged and that he fell backwards after he shot DeBose in the head. He wasn't dealing with someone who was wanted for murder, okay? He was dealing with someone who didn't have a front license plate. Dieter said of Tensing, who joined the university force in April two thousand fourteen. I mean, this is in the vernacular a pretty chicken crap stop, all right. And I could use harsher words. He added that even if Debose was starting to roll away, the officer should have just let him go. I mean, you don't shoot; you don't have to shoot him in the head, and that's what happened. Dieter's added. So, wow. Right. A traffic stop. I I have so many thoughts about this, and I want to hear what you think. First of all, this wasn't even a city cop. No. This was a University of Cincinnati cop. This was a rent-a-cop.
1: Flashlight. So <laughs> why, first of all... Why are you pulling him over for something that has to do with a car that has nothing to do with you? Exactly. Did he do anything on campus?
0: Exactly. To make- it said in the article... South of the campus, which means it was not, not on, the on campus. campus. Exactly. So why the hell are you enforcing traffic laws and you're a rent-a-cop? Right. That's, that's first you, and foremost.
1: You aren't even in your jurisdiction. Exactly. You're supposed to be making sure the school is fine. Exactly. And you're too busy worried about somebody who doesn't have a front license plate? Or did you just look at him and say, oh, he's black. Let me kill Let one. Me pull,
0: right, I mean Let
1: me kill one. Everybody and, else is getting away with it why not me?
0: And here's the the crazy part about it is I don't know how the rules work. I don't know how the laws work in Cincinnati. In Cleveland, you can't do that. No, you cannot. Now, we have a bunch of what you would call ancillary police departments. The school district has their own police department. Cleveland Clinic Mm -hmm. has their own police department. RTA RTA has their own police. Uh, University Circle, a neighborhood in Cleveland, they have their own police. Both of the universities.
1: It's like each neighborhood has their own police. Right. So if you live in Bedford and there's a Maple Cop... He can't pull you
0: over um, right he's not supposed to unless he gets permission from the he they have to radio and that's that's even a different that's an altogether different situation because those are different cities right they have to radio to 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 get permission to pull you over if they're in a different if they're in a different city but in in Cleveland and it's the situation in in Cincinnati as well because that was a different police. Department in the same city. All of those departments that I just mentioned are in the same city, but they cannot unless you are doing something on their property. Mm-hmm. They can't they can't just go and enforce traffic laws. They're not even allowed to arrest you. They can detain you. Right. But they have to wait until the actual police. Correct. Show up. Correct. So they can put you they can put you in handcuffs. They can put you in the back of the car, whatever. But they can't do anything with you. Mm -hmm. until the real police gets here so i don't know how it works in cincinnati if it doesn't work like that in cincinnati it should because there's no way on god's green earth that a university rent-a-cop should be enforcing traffic logs and why are you pulling him over for a front license plate
1: you know i've been pulled over for that because it is illegal but it's stupid it's very stupid and when i got pulled over and i went to court for it they threw it out but I had to pay court costs, which was more oh, than the uh, ticket. Of, of course. Of course. Duh. Of course. It's a racket. It it's illegal because if a cop is coming towards you, they need to be able to read your license plate. Now,
0: the, the thing that, that I discovered during this case, mm-hmm. because I had always just accepted it that, okay, you got to have a front license plate. But not every state has that law. No. There's don't. a lot of states <laughs> that don't.
1: I know for a fact Ohio
0: does. Right. Ohio does. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of states that don't. Right. And.
1: Another reason too is why is because when I got pulled over before the cop was coming towards me, he he had they some cop cars have this thing where it picks up your license plate yes. coming towards you and uh-huh. they're able to it's like a scanner or something and yeah. they can find you that way and he bloop 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 came behind me and blooped me <laughs> and took me to jail, but that is it is illegal in Ohio and it sucks, but at the end of the day he was out of his jurisdiction. So he shouldn't have been able to do anything for traffic. He shouldn't
0: have been, he shouldn't have been enforcing traffic laws at all. And when I, when I discovered that there are very few States that even have that law. And it is my understanding. I don't know if this is a hundred percent true or not, but that he didn't have it placed. He didn't have the license plate placed where it was supposed to to be on the car, but it was in the front, Mm -hmm. like, like under the, uh, the windshield mm. where you could see it. I know a lot of people that do where that. Where the dashboard is. Yeah, where the dashboard is. I know a lot of people that do that. I used to see that all the time. Now That
1: is also illegal.
0: Now, to me, <laughs> okay, you get a ticket, you get a ticket. Now, the prosecutor said it was a chicken crap stop.
1: It is. And police will admit that because when I went to court for it, they were like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. They're like, okay, we're going to drop the ticket. The judge said, we're going to drop this ticket because it's stupid.
0: But you got to pay your court costs. So the thing, which is a racket, there. But the thing that amazes me—if the cops know it's stupid, and the judge knows it's stupid—what mm-hmm. are we doing? Mm-hmm. And, and then, like, it's not even a standard thing. Before, I just, like I said, I will just assume that that's the way it is. But it's not even a standard thing. There's a lot of states that don't have that law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if if the police think it's dumb, and The judges think it's dumb. This whole thing, the the saddest thing about this whole situation is it should have never happened in the first place because it was a chicken crap stop to begin with. Mm -hmm. And he shouldn't have been the one to stop him in the first place. Exactly.
1: And then you're questioning him and trying to make him get out of his car for what?
0: Right. For what? You don't even have that authority. Exactly exactly that's the that's the ill thing about it it's like look you are not you may have the badge and you have a gun and you have some handcuffs you're not a real cop dude no you're not a real cop you don't have what jurisdiction do you have to make this man get out of his car now you could have told him stay in his car don't go nowhere right while you call the real police right you could have did that but for you
1: to tell him who the hell are you it was just, he just looked at his opportunity to do what all the rest of these cops are doing. And he he took it. And it's crazy that he's out on bond. And I the KKK yeah. is all up for that. I'm pretty sure they're the one that put up the money to bond.
0: Him. How did he get out on? Uh, that's unbelievable. I mean,
1: his bond was a million dollars. He only had to pay 10%. That's nothing. So, I mean. At Where the, did
0: a rent-a-cop get that kind of money, though? That's still $100,000. Uh, the $1, KKK. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm, I'm dead serious. I that's- honestly believe that.
0: Because that's still a hundred, because yeah, you only have to pay 10%, but that's still a hundred thousand The
1: KKK, I'm sorry. They, they, they live for stuff like this and it's, it's, it's ridiculous what this world is coming to and how it's, you, you, we're supposed to be able to trust in the police and not all police are bad. Don't get me wrong. But right now the bad are outweighing the good and, and it is what it is.
0: And you know, we have this, we have this debate sometimes with, with some friends of mine and we. We have this conversation, it's like, okay, is it happening more than ever? Or are we just or are they because we've always been aware of it, but are they just more aware of it because of body cams and cell phone cameras and all and, and social media and all of that? This is
1: how I look at it. You know how fashion goes around in a circle? It's a trend. Seventies right. fashion is coming back, all oh, the fringe is coming back. I believe that way in life itself.
0: I think there's I think there's a lot of truth. So
1: What was happening back when we weren't even alive, weren't even thought of when our grandparents was alive, with police brutality on black people, it's circling back around. That's all it is.
0: Yeah. Because this is something I was, I was telling somebody the other day, it's like, this is, this ain't new for people who come from communities where we come from. Right. We've always been aware it is. Right. There's a lot of people who are getting, getting big wake up calls now because they had no idea That it was like this. And
1: then what kind of pisses me off about it as well is that it doesn't just happen to black people. No. But it's only news when it's a white versus black. That's the only time stuff makes news is when it's race against another race. I'm pretty sure white cops have killed white people numerous of times. I I I
0: saw a case in Colorado that there was a white. No, there was a Hispanic cop Mm -hmm. who killed a white guy for no reason, Mm -hmm. no reason at all. And nobody ever talks about it. Now, to me, the issue, the issue is police overreach, Mm -hmm. period. That's what it is. I have a problem with it. If if they do it to somebody white, I have a problem with it. If they do it to somebody black because you are supposed to be protecting the people. Right. You know, not we should not have to have to be in fear of I shouldn't you. have to
1: record you when I get pulled over. Exactly. But I have a question for you. Are you more afraid of getting killed by a police officer or someone of your own race?
0: I will say I've 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 said this to people before. You have to worry about both.
1: Right, but which are you more afraid of at this point in time?
0: At this point in time, to be honest, mm-hmm. and We'll we'll close with this. I was just having a Facebook conversation, and with with a, a Caucasian friend of mine, and he said that he gets nervous too when the police pull him over. And I told him, I said, "Well, no one likes getting poli- pulled over by the police. No one, no one enjoys it. But the difference is," and I said, "I can't speak for you, but I'll tell you how I feel. The difference is, I don't feel nervous when I get pulled over by the police. I feel." I hope I'm not going to die. I hope that this doesn't, I'm praying to God that this doesn't end with me becoming a hashtag. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually more concerned in some cases And every situation is different, but I'm more concerned in a lot of cases with being in the wrong place in the wrong time and dealing with a, with a police officer who just sees the color of my skin Mm -hmm. and, and things escalate from there because this is a person of authority and that's what makes it different i know a lot of people bring up you know how come people don't talk about black on black crime and we should talk about black on black crime that's a, that's, a big, that's a big that's a big problem Cleveland right now. that's a big problem as well but first of all statistics show that people typically when there's murders that occur people of the same race kill people of the same, same race.
1: race yeah uh,
0: right yeah on average that's, mm-hmm. typically, that's typically that's mm-hmm. typically what it is mm-hmm. but the the thing that makes it so alarming when it's the police is that they are authority figures mm-hmm. they're people in authority and that frightens me more than some random dude that just roll up on me and just shoot me because you know what i don't have no i don't there's nothing i can do about that but with a cop you a person in authority and that scares me more than anything else because I can try to fight the dude back. I can't do nothing about the cop. Right. Because if you try to fight a cop, you dead anyway. Right. So that to me, you worry about both, but I shouldn't have to feel the type of fear that I feel as a as a relatively young black man <laughs> every time I see Every time I see them, them, them blueberry lights. Right. So, those are our thoughts, and we're sticking to them. <laughs> we'll be right back on The Outlaws. Welcome back to The Outlaws. This is The King Ben alongside Jessica Lavish. E Will is off. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at The Outlaws Radio. That's Facebook.com slash The Outlaws Radio. And on Twitter at Outlaws Radio. Now, the story that I talked about at the top of the show, there was an animal that had um, a very clever way of getting what they wanted. Jessica, go.
1: All right. This story is coming from HuffPost. When keepers at Taipei Zoo were excited that resident giant panda Yun Yun was exhibiting signs of pregnancy. She had all the symptoms, like a loss of appetite and thickening of the uterus. Yun Yun's facial pro- pro- fecal progesterone concentration was also on the rise. Well, that was, I don't know. I don't, I've never heard of anything like that. But anyways, yet despite these promising signs, the panda's pregnancy was a far, false alarm. According to China's Southern Metropolis Daily, ultrasound scans determined that Yin Yin, who was artificially inseminated early this year, was not pregnant. Oh. Now, the panda is being accused of faking the pregnancy as a way of <laughs> getting her take caretakers to shower her with better food and care. <laughs> Pregnant pandas are typically treated like queens, a China Daily notes. The expectant bears are moved into single rooms with air conditioning and giving round-the-clock care. They receive more buns, fruit, and bamboo as well. Panda experts have speculated that yun Yin, who gave birth to a cub in 2013, may have been faking pregnancy to reap these added benefits. So,
0: <laughs> okay. I have so many questions.
1: Are animals really that smart?
0: I get, right. That's that's the one question. Or
1: are like, Chinese people that dumb? <laughs> okay, sorry. How about any Chinese people?
0: Okay. How do you <laughs> fake it, though? Like, I'm just going to move right along what you just said. How do you fake it, though?
1: Exactly. How does a panda bear just come up? I'm just laying there one night. I'm going to fake a pregnancy.
0: Yeah, I don't. I mean, maybe they. I mean, animals do have learned behaviors they do pick up right but she had a
1: baby three two years ago I'm sorry
0: so she must have realized oh if I act like this then i'll get that treatment
1: i don't think so i think they're pretty stupid because she got artificially inseminated so it's not like she had sex with another panda and it was like oh they're gonna automatically believe she didn't know what was happening to her she was probably asleep when they did it so pretty sure they didn't try to stick a tube in her while she was awake pretty sure she would have went off on them
0: so you don't think that she knew what she was (laughs) doing
1: no Why are we even discussing that she
0: knew what she was doing? This is a panda
1: bear. What
0: the hell? Well, I mean, I don't know the intelligence of a panda bear. I mean, some animals are intelligent. Monkeys. What other? And dogs. Yeah, dogs are pretty. And what else? I'm I'm actually, I'm Googling right now. Deer
1: are actually pretty smart
0: nowadays. The intelligence, especially ghetto deer.
1: Deer, like, they will wait for you to go. they be like, nah, bruh. I seen I seen Uncle Johnny get hit last night. I ain't trying to do <laughs> it. But you know what? I'm I'm gonna tell you this really weird story really quickly. I was watching some deer, it was like a group of them, and they were in a backyard, and they couldn't figure out how to get off around from this fence. So they started jumping. Some of them started jumping, and while the other ones I didn't even know deer jumped that high. While the other ones were jumping, the other deer was looking around and saw an exit and said, Oh, I'm about to just walk around. He just walked around. The other ones kept <laughs> jumping. He just—he stood there like, y'all, that y'all that just point. gonna keep jumping. But I don't think that panda bears. I, I, how would she know to fake a pregnancy?
0: It's I'm, not- I'm looking. I'm looking right now, trying to find out how intelligent they are. There's not a ton of information. Let's see what we have here. We have on answers.com
1: Oh gosh, what a reliable resource. <laughs> yes,
0: we have on answers.com. Are pandas smart? <laughs> answer. What's
1: they the are... username? What's the
0: username? What is the username? What's the username of answer? Oh. It doesn't say. Question. <laughs> are pandas smart? Answer. They are sort of smart. <laughs> Not as smart as chimpanzees, but I guess they are intelligent. Oh, okay. Just <laughs> They have changed their diet to adapt to being restricted to mountains. If you count that as support enough, they can adapt to changes very well, which makes them smart. It's from the deep thinkers at answers.com. Mm-hmm. So oh, wow. they may that be That was so
1: deep. Let me snap <laughs> for that to the person.
0: So they may be somewhat intelligent, but if, there's anyone who is an animal expert, <laughs> a panda expert, I love Panda bears. Hit us up on Twitter at outlaws radio and let us know if Panda Please bears are really smart or not. Stay tuned. We will be right back here on the outlaws. Welcome back to the outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica lavish. E will is off. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the outlaws radio and on Twitter at outlaws Radio now, this happened over the week, and this was this was kind of sad. I mean, it was really sad the uh story about bobby christina and and how Bobby Christina passed away and it was sad because a of course everybody knows what happened with her mother, Whitney Houston, and it just seemed like this was just a troubled girl for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know when you have both parents in the spotlight like that, and you raised in the spotlight like man it's it's tough mm-hmm. it's tough, and i can't even imagine you know what she would go through but what was also kind of sad to me was I used to watch her on t v when she got that role on Tyler Perry's show um for better or worse, and when she got cast in that role, a lot of people were skeptical because nobody had ever seen her do anything before. And she wasn't bad. You know, she wasn't bad. She was a she was a decent actress. So it was like, wow, she had some talent and she could have been able to do some things, you know, on her own and really make a make her own name for herself, cement her own legacy, and as a result of whatever happened, whether it was, you know, her demons catching up to her or the situation with her boyfriend or whatever. Whatever happened, it just it, it killed the potential that she had to be able to really to really make a name for herself and and step out of her parents' shadow and and really find some of the things that she was looking for.
1: Yeah, it's pretty sad. And it's also pretty sad that it was expected. I mean, this is what yeah. people were ready and prepared for and expecting for her not to be able to make it, which makes it even more sad because they spoke that into existence. They brought that That vibe around her when they would go see her. Um, you know, her best friend said she felt like the family failed her. Uh, her best friend was going to have a doctor come into the hospital to try to do one last thing. And they, the family told her no. So they feel like she felt like they didn't give all her effort, all their efforts like they could have. Um, you know, it's, it's a very sad situation, especially because it was in the similarities of how her mother passed.
0: Right, and it was like what a year, a little bit over a year. She to died
1: day. a few days before her mother's, like anniversary death. I think.
0: Yeah, I mean this just. I mean, it's just a sad situation, and then you had all the 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 stuff that we heard about people fighting at the hospital. Hospital, yeah, and,
1: bringing bad vibes around her. Yeah, and it's 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 very sad, and I think it's very sad for Bobby Brown and I kind of feel for him because he just decided to step up and be a parent as all of this was happening.
0: Um, So it's like, and Bobby Brown gets crucified on this now, granted some of it he deserves, but at the same time, like when Whitney passed, you know, Bobby took almost all of the blame for it. Mm -hmm. And he was a bad influence on Whitney. Everybody knows that, but Bobby didn't put no gun in her head and make her do the drugs And that's how I feel about Bobby
1: Christina's boyfriend. Everybody's crucifying him. And she was an adult and he was an adult. They did drugs together. I don't believe that he's had some kind of foul play in it. I just don't believe it.
0: Yeah, because some people do suspect that. Exactly.
1: They both needed help and nobody was there to help them. And that's just how I look at it. And it turned into a tragedy. I mean, I don't know. I, it'll it'll come out more. Will come out as it unfolds. Yeah. But I believe they did an autopsy and they they didn't rule it a homicide.
0: Did they do the autopsy already? I believe.
1: I thought they did. I'm gonna have to double check. But I swear I read that they did and it wasn't a homicide. I don't really know. I got. I haven't. I don't really. I didn't really look too much into the story.
0: Yeah. I mean it's. I mean it's just sad. I mean, yeah. You know that's a another life gone, another talent gone, and and to a certain extent, like I said, you do have to feel. Feel for Bobby. Oh, because, of course I do.
1: At the end yeah. of the day, that's his child. Right. But I need everybody to recognize this: celebrities dying threes. Okay, pay attention to that.
0: That is true. That's what I. Yeah. That's that's what I hear. I've I've always heard that people in general
1: die in threes,
0: dying three, and yeah. So we just all have to be.
1: Nowadays, people in general dying
0: in like teens Yeah, that's very. <laughs> that's true. not
1: funny, but it's like yeah,
0: yeah. Especially that's yeah, that's a, that's a sad statement, but that's very true. Stay tuned. We will be right back here on the Outlaws. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E. Will is off today. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and like us on Facebook at Facebook.comslash the Outlaws Radio. Now, Miss Lavish. We have a topic that you would be the expert on, not me, because you are the lavish one. You are, you are the person that these type of things would appeal to. I would expect you to be a Chanel girl because of just your style and, and your swagger. So I am going to let you take over this story. Go.
1: So we all know that Chanel bags are very fashionable, and it kind of sets your stature in the community and amongst friends and amongst everybody that you don't even know. And we also know that they're um, really pricey. They typically range anywhere from 2000 and up. Wow. Yes, and not all of us can afford them, me including. But that didn't stop a group of people from taking what they wanted. This is a story coming from The Shade Room. four thieves decided to live the thug life when they robbed the (laughs) chanel store on madison ave in nyc in broad daylight the men entered the store earlier this week with one mission in mind to get the bags and flee they bolted out with 11 handbags i'm sorry amongst each other without even using a weapon (laughs) even with all the surveillance and security guards present they were able to leave unscathed. The bold culprits came out with bags ranging from 2000 to $45,000. Wow.
0: Wow. First of all. That's
1: all I got to do in life?
0: That's what I was about to say. We in the wrong business.
1: We in the wrong city.
0: <laughs> wow. That's a-, a lot of
1: money. A lot. 11 bags wow. ranging from
0: 2000 to forty five. Wow. So did they get caught yet? No really really so wow so so those bags are probably on the street by now
1: yeah but it's crazy because you you stole them and risk jail time well it's only stealing it's not even that serious
0: (laughs) it's only i mean
1: it is it's not like they had a gun or had a weapon so it is technically only theft and that's only what how many months in jail Maybe. Well, depending on your priors.
0: Well, it depends on your priors, and it also depends on the on the jurisdiction. It depends uh, yeah. on the Merchandise. Um, sometimes that could be de- depending on on the the property. It can be a federal offense. Mm-hmm. It just depends on the situation. I don't know enough about where they did this at to yeah. know exactly, but. I wish I mean, we wow. had
1: um, Chanel bag thieves in Cleveland, cause I'll pick me one up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but how would you know? If you were buying something, if you were buying a Chanel bag off the street, which is something, here's a disclaimer, I don't recommend. But if you were buying a Chanel bag off the street, how would you know if it was real or not? How would Uh, you tell?
1: It's ways to tell. I'm not sure with how Chanel bags you can tell that they're real, but you can tell by the way that they feel. I know with Louis Vuitton bags, you can tell if they're real, if they have a gold lock on it. Now the gold lock can not come off, but if they have a go lock that means they're real or tend to be real. But it's just you gotta really know your bags. Like you I'm not a big bag person. I'm more into shoes. I can tell you how Christian Louis Vuittons aren't real. I follow a lot of boutiques, consignment shops that sell um Chanel and Louis Vuitton's and Giuseppe's and used so they're a consignment sh- their thrift store for you for know, luxury for stuff. luxury items, they're still very overpriced, but
0: for used,
1: yeah. I mean, you can get a, a used pair of Louis Vuitton's for like a, a grand.
0: Wow, that's that's still pretty high for used.
1: yeah. But then, depending on what the cost of the shoe was,
0: yeah, that's true.
1: Some of them are only worn once, um, you can get some for five fifty, seven fifty. They're ugly. They're like kitten heels. I don't know if anyone knows what kitten heels are. They're like the really little heels. I'm 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 a um uh, I'm like five inches high heels. I'm I like big heels. All
0: right.
1: I have a pair of heels that I've never worn because when I walk in them, they hurt my Achilles ankles. They're too high.
0: <laughs> They're too high. Now, so you said you're not a bag person. I, I don't need
1: a Chanel. I would want I one. You have
0: a big ass bag. I
1: carry very there. big bags, and Chanel bags aren't. I carry like suitcases. That's what everybody calls my purse. I know, you got one of them old
0: big mama bags. I love
1: big purses and I don't even have a lot of stuff in it, but I just like to have a big purse. But I mean, once I make it to where I can buy a Chanel bag, believe me, I will have a Chanel bag. But I'm not gonna buy a fake one. I don't believe in buying fake things because then once you get the real well, thing, it's right. kind of pointless.
0: Well, alright, okay. I see you. I could, I could definitely not, see you being a, a Chanel girl. Not Louis to knock anybody a Louis Vuitton. I'm not girl.
1: into Louis Vuitton purses. I don't like the really? colors. I don't like that LV all written all over my. Just like Michael Kors, I don't need that MK everywhere.
0: Really, it's
1: not. It's, I don't. That's like
0: surprising it. to me. I'm surprised that you. I I like
1: Chanel, the logo's small. They have some with the big logo, but it's just two C's. Right. It's not MK she, MK so you, MK.
0: You not in the Mi- I'm surprised about that that you're mm-hmm. not in the Michael, Michael Kors or Louis Vuitton.
1: No. Nah. <laughs> Pass. I'll take a Chanel or a cute bag from Aldo.
0: From Aldo. That's the that's like the mall store, right?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have very cute purses.
0: Well, I just got educated on this segment. <laughs> Stay tuned. We will be right back here on the Outlaws. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E Will is off today, and don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio, and like follow us
1: <laughs>
0: on Twitter at Outlaws Radio. Now. This is a disturbing story, and I'm hearing this too often when it comes to people who are either famous or people who are in the public eye, eye, doing important roles, something. This is happening way too often. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about the subway guy and his issues, and now Mm -hmm. we have another story that's right around that same circumstance.
1: So, the director of Law & Order was busted for child pornography. Oh, my God. Is this a trend? Is this the new thing that we do nowadays? I hope not. Oh, my God. This is a story coming from TMZ. Jason Jace Alexander spent a decade directing Law & Order, but Wednesday he was living out an episode when he was popped on child pornography charges.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Alexander was charged with two felonies, possessing and sharing illegal and obscene performances of sexual conduct by children under the age of 17. He was nabbed after an investigator downloaded child pornography off the internet and traced the file's IP address back to Alexander's address in New York. Cops search Alexander's home and say they found computers and external hard drives stocked with files of minors engaged in child pornography. Mm. His bill is set at 10000 He faces seven years if convicted. Look at his face, though. He looks like the type.
0: Oh, yeah, he does. Look he like looks like child.
1: the type that was on the show to catch a predator. You ever yeah, watch that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, I that. I I was just coming to have a snack with him. I didn't
0: even know he was 15. I was like, right? I, I just bought him a toy. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then he's always like, oh, but I have the messages. I right. love that show. Well, Does that show still come on? No, but it's so funny because they get caught and they just be like, well, oh, uh,
0: uh, they don't have any answer. <laughs> right. They don't have any answer for it. They don't know what to do. Like, this is disturbing. Very. And the thing that is so disturbing to me about it is, first of all, the fact that he was that he was getting child pornography, but he was distributing it. Like, this is what we were talking about. Um, During the break, we were talking about the situation with Jared and his business partner who got popped for child pornography. Like, not only did that guy have child pornography, but he was he was uh, arrested on production of child pornography. So not only did he have it, he was creating it. So with this guy, not only did he have it, he was distributing it like he was passing it. Out, like people were downloading Child Born, And he was hosting it on his server And you would think you did a lot of Law and Order You would think you knew what you to do And not what to do I mean this is crazy. But that just show you That just shows you how sick the man is Right He needs help Yeah He needs
1: help Yeah So let's just do this Put him in prison
0: Let them help him out
1: they gonna help. They gonna help him out, all right. They gonna help him in there.
0: Yeah, Big Bubba and them. Really. Yeah,
1: they going they gonna stretch him out, literally. Yes. <laughs> but no, seriously, it's 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 very sickening. And yeah, the devil. Oh, why are you working so hard this year?
0: Right, the devil. He my is grandma, working. My grandmother used to say before she passed. She used to always say, "The devil's busy."
1: He is super busy. <laughs> it's like he got like. 30,000 agendas to do in one day And he fulfilling them all Y'all gotta go to church (laughs) Lord go to church okay Take your butts to church (laughs) You feeling a little frisky Think of God he watching you He can can see what y'all doing I don't think y'all realize that This is so like And then like you worked on law and order You had a great job like, what are you doing? Well, I don't even know. Does Law & Order still have new episodes? I know
0: I SVU does. Well, and I don't think... I think he worked for the original, original. Law & Order, right. and they probably don't. But if he was there for, what do they, they say, 11 years, 10 years, so, something so like that? I think they
1: said 10 years, yeah.
0: Then he made a lot of money. Like, dude, what are you doing? A decade, 10 years. Yeah, what are you doing? But he does... <laughs> if you get a chance, go to TMZ. He go looks, to TMZ.com. He looks. He looks. He like looks a, like
1: the the creepy. Like he just looks. He looks creepy. like
0: the guy with the white rape wagon.
1: Oh my gosh! With the candy. Yes. Like he looks like somebody off of Law and Order. <laughs> right. One of the people. One, one of, the, of people the suspects on SVU. Yes. The convicted one. Yeah. He looks. He looks creepy. Very creepy. He looks like he's on something. His face is. Oh, oh my gosh! He's scaring me.
0: Stop staring at me. <laughs> Yeah, it's just <laughs> oh man, it's disturbing. It's, this is, this and when is you sad. see these when you see these people who have everything in the world
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then you do something
1: You could have bought a prostitute. <laughs> and you want to look at kids,
0: which we don't. We we don't recommend. We don't condone, but, but I
1: will have you do that before but, you yeah, look at before some, kids. You with some kids. They out there because they want to do that. Right. These kids don't want to do that.
0: That's crazy, man. Right? And that's and that's a big thing. It's like I'm I've been real uh, involved for a number of years on a lot of the uh, organizations fighting human trafficking and that's where a lot of that stuff comes from it's like those kids are being trafficked you know what i'm saying exactly they're like in some cases they're being kidnapped in the middle of the night and like it's 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 deeper than just a dude just trying to get his rocks off it's like come on man like you don't even know a lot of them kids man they they being drugged they being threatened they're being they're being beat right you know all kinds of stuff like like a lot of that stuff that like if, if anybody ever saw the movie taken a lot of that stuff is that it's stuff real. happens
1: that's why my mother always just says don't post pictures of your daughter online
0: yeah a lot i hear
1: a lot of people say that nowadays. like don't because it's so easy for somebody to just I don't
0: you know. never know what kind of freaks are out there man. right so just just be safe and-
1: perverts and,
0: and pray for these people. This this is. I'm a gonna throw some
1: holy water on them. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they need it. We'll be right back on the Outlaws. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E Will is off today, and don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash The Outlaws Radio, and follow us on Twitter. At Outlaws Radio now we have a story out of New Mexico that is really disturbing. Very. So this, I mean, it, it really bothers me just the way that this that this person behaved. So we're gonna we're gonna get right into this and we're gonna tear this thing apart.
1: All right. So this is coming from ABC News. This past June. T- June 26, Esperanza Quintero, 17, made a 911 call after her friend Jaden Chavez Silver, also 17, was shot in a drive-by shooting at a house party, the Albuquerque Police Department told ABC News today. Matthew Sanchez, the dispatcher, the Albuquerque Police Okay. The Albuquerque Police Department told ABC News today. Matthew Sanchez, the dispatcher who answered the call, can be heard repeatedly asking if the victim is breathing in an audio obtained by ABC News. Quintero, Quintero, who can be heard in the audio soothing her friend and telling him to stay with me in the call, says she got frustrated after Sanchez kept asking the same questions over and over and over again. After asking if her friend was breathing again, Quintero replies, he's barely breathing. How many times do I effing have to tell you? Okay, you know what, ma'am? You could deal with it yourself, Sanchez responds. I'm not going to deal with this, okay? No, my friend is dying, Quintero responds, before the d- dispatcher seems to hang up and the audio cuts off.
0: Unbelievable.
1: Um, Her friend did pass, and it was just... Reported that Sanchez
0: did resign from Good. his position. Good. I mean, you don't like look. Okay, we all get annoyed. Any anybody who has has had the unfortunate um, action of having to call nine one one, we all get annoyed by the by the way that, by the constant questions that they they ask. But you're a trained professional. You should know that in a time of crisis people are not always going to talk to you in the most polite of way. They're not going to always use the queen's English. People are going to be a little pissed off. Right. Especially when this is her friend and her friend got shot in the drive by and he's dying right in front of her. Right. What I mean, that was really petty and 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 really childish and and unnecessary. It was very um he doesn't have a heart that's just how i feel it was very callous yeah if you
1: i feel like me as a person and i feel like everybody should feel this way or you're just pretty heartless if somebody if you're a dispatcher somebody calls you and saying their friend is about to die you're like okay let me i'm gonna send somebody over where are you at okay can you put pressure on the wound did do cpr like you're gonna talk them through what to do to possibly save this person's life you're not gonna be like oh is he breathing is he breathing is, is he breathing? Why are you continue- why aren't you asking her where's her location? How long most has he been on that damn job? Like Most ever- places say, Okay, well where are you located? What is your location? That's usually the one of the first that questions. That's the they first ask. freaking thing they ask. great And for you to just keep asking, is he breathing? He got shot. You should... not It doesn't matter if he's breathing. Where Where is your location? I'm sending somebody right now. Can you put pressure on the wound? Can you do this? Can you... I mean, that's just... He was heartless and he had a bad day. And his wife probably pissed him off. Who knows? But you don't take that out on somebody who just... Who, you you caused somebody to lose their life. And to me, that's murder. So why is he not sitting in jail right well,
0: now? Well, and the thing about it is... <laughs> if you can't handle the pressures of that job... Don't, don't do, do that it. job. Don't sign up. Don't do that job. I mean people when when people's lives hang in a balance and 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 what you do can be the difference between life and death right
1: don't don't play around with it it's like a firefighter and and then he's like i'm not i'm not going in there the building's burning all right, right why
0: would i go in a burning building that's exactly. stupid like what what was your uh, why would you sign i mean that's just that was just awful in I- so many different ways because you have to wonder and this is, I mean, this may not be fair to say, but I mean, it is what it is. You have to wonder, had that dispatcher been a little better at his job if if the 17-year-old would still well, be alive? Exactly. You have to wonder. That.
1: And if that would have been my child that died because you didn't want to do your job, you would not be living. You would be dead with him. Man, we would have tore that place. Ugh. Period. <laughs> do I have to kidnap your wife and your kids and your mother? Because I will do so.
0: That, Don't play with me. Yeah, that... Nah boy, if that had been somebody I cared about, you wouldn't have been able to continue. And
1: they Mexicans. You would have thought they would have been crazy. The family. I don't mean I don't know what the family did. They might have gone and sent a couple essays over there and did some okay. I'm just being a little too racy today. It's okay. I'm not racist. I'm not a racist. <laughs>
0: I mean, my thing about the whole situation is again, this is your job. Right. And you are supposed to at least give a little bit of a damn about people's lives. Exactly. Or you're in the wrong Or you're career. in the wrong business. Like, why are you a 911 dispatcher? People call you for emergency purposes.
1: If you don't care about people's lives, then you need to be a tabloid. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. A paparazzi, paparazzi, because they don't care about your life. <laughs> right, like
0: I mean, this that was just ridiculous, and I just that was just. Hard is very saddest, heavy for the family. Yeah, I don't mean he was seventeen, and he was an athlete. Yeah, he was. And yeah, he, he was a star athlete af- down there. And, right, I mean that was just that's just awful, yeah. and the fact that even we don't know if if more time if if that. Dispatcher had to did his job and saved time. If that kid would would have saved would have kept his life, but there's a possibility. And when tried. you have a possibility like that, right. that just that's just sad, man. That's just, that's just really sad. I'm, so I'm sure it's weighing on his conscience. God gonna get him. Yeah, gonna I hope it you. is weighing on his conscience mm-hmm. because he needs to learn that you can't you can't do that. You yep. can't do that. I mean that's that's just that's just flat out wrong. Yep. So we will be right back here on The Outlaws. We're going to be talking about, I don't know what we're going to be talking about.
1: We're going to talk about Planned Parenthood, okay?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Another fun story. Why are we so, why is this last segment so sad? This all show, man, it's just been a lot of sad stuff in the news this week. I don't like this. I don't like it that one bit. So we'll be right back as we delve into that hornet's nest here on the Outlaws. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E. Will is off today. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio. And here we go again. with another sad story it's been rough in the news this week but this this is a very very disturbing story if you have young kids in the room you may want to tell them to to go somewhere else for the next couple of minutes while we discuss this this some of the things that we're going to be talking about is disturbing so we just want to give you that warning A Colorado Planned Parenthood doctor stresses calling the harvesting of fetal tissue research and not business and casually pokes around in a Petri dish of aborted remains as a colleague exclaims another boy in the latest video released Thursday by an activist group whose hidden camera stings have imperiled the embattled nonprofit's taxpayer funding. This is from Fox News. The videos released by the Center for Medical Progress comes a day after CMP was issued a restraining order preventing it from from issuing any new footage of a group that worked with Planned Parenthood, STEM Express. But Thursday's material focuses almost entirely on a woman named identified as Dr. Savita Gind, the vice president and medical director of Planned Parenthood of the Rocky Mountains. Gend is shown for the majority of the edited video, having a discussion about whether to frame tissue procurement as research or business with the undercover activist whom she believes to be from a procurement company. It is against federal law to sell fetal body parts for profit. Putting it under the research gives us a little bit of uh, a little sort of overhang over the whole thing, Ginn said. Yeah, and in public, I think it makes a lot more sense for it to be in the research vein than I'd say the business vein. Gin says in the video that it's important for all Planned Parenthood affiliates to be on the same page about the issue, particularly those affiliates who may be in states whose prevailing whose prevailing public opinion goes against abortion because if you have someone in a really anti-state that's going to be doing this for you they're probably going to get caught she said during the conversation gind is asked if she ever gets intact specimens sometimes if we get if someone delivers before we get them before we get to see them for a procedure then we are intact she says CMP alleges that since this particular Planned Parenthood affiliate does not use feticides in its second trimester procedures, any intact deliveries prior to an abortion are potentially born alive infants under federal law. Near the end of the more than 11 minute video, Deal digs through the remains of an 11 week old fetus mm. in a Petri dish showing different body parts to the undercover activists at one point a sound identified as a skull cracking is heard mm. later someone in the room asks questions such as do they want brain and do people want and do people do stuff with eyeballs the activist laments that using water in the petri disc has caused some of the tissue to come apart well, you know, a lot of times, especially with the second trimester fetuses, we won't even put water because it's so big. You can put your hand in there and pick out the parts. Gin said, so I don't think it would be as war torn as Ginn looks over the fetal tissue. She says it's a baby. The last quote in the video comes from a medical assistant joyfully proclaiming and another boy when she realizes the sex of the fetus they are dissecting. Mm. And just to give it a little bit more context, federal law prohibits the commercial sale of fetal tissue, but it allows the not for profit donation of tissue. If the women who underwent abortions give their consent, Planned Parenthood says the payments discussed in the videos pertain to reimbursement for the cost of procuring the tissue, which is legal. This is one of the most disturbing stories I have ever heard. I When I first read this story and they mentioned about the sound on the video, I couldn't watch the whole video. I couldn't do it mm-hmm. because I read that and it said that you heard the sound of a skull cracking. Oh, my God. Why is this legal? Well, this is the big controversy over this because if you sell fetal, if you sell baby parts for profit, it's illegal. But if you donate it for research and the money that you get is only reimbursement for travel costs, it's legal. Why is the, it? the question of this video is if they're skirting the rules and saying that it's research. When they're actually making money off of it.
1: Why is it legal to get an abortion that
0: far along?
1: That's what I want to know. Why is it legal?
0: There are a lot Why
1: is it legal that you can get an abortion up to eleven weeks?
0: Yeah. There are a lot of people who are asking themselves that same question.
1: That is disgusting. And what type of human being will wait that long? If you didn't want a baby, it don't take you eleven weeks to realize I don't want this baby. You realize it? I don't want this baby. You realize it enough time where you could take a Plan B. I don't want to get
0: no baby. Plan B pill here I come, over the counter. I mean to be that far along where it's clear now. They tell this lie to people and they say it's not a baby.
1: It is. It has a heartbeat.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, they would just they just show it on the video. That you're, you're pulling out hearts and lungs and, and brains and... Okay, then if that's not a baby, what is that? Right. What heart does that belong to? Right. What, whose brains are those? Right. I agree.
1: And now I can understand why people protest Planned Parenthood so much. I can understand. I agree with some of Planned Parenthood's practices, you know, birth control, uh, pap test, uh STD testing. But... I mean, I don't get to decide to end abortion, and maybe I agree with Mitt Romney when he wanted to end it because I do feel like it is a woman's right because there are different circumstances. People get raped and they don't want the baby. So I can understand that, but I feel like it needs to be changed to
0: where you can't wait that long. I've always been a person that, you know, I'm a person who's pro-life. I understand. I don't have a problem with exceptions for rape. Mm -hmm. incest and the life of the mother because i've always felt that as a man i don't feel like i'm in the position to be like you i don't know what it's like to be raped and get pregnant by the person who raped me right you know what i'm saying so on that particular issue i can understand it but if you look at the statistics the women who get abortions for that reason it's so small Mm -hmm. that you can you can say okay yeah that's fine If it was rape, incest, or the life of the mother is in jeopardy, Mm -hmm. okay. Right. But in this situation, you have people, I've seen people on television, even people who are pro choice, that are extremely disturbed Mm -hmm. by just the attitude. There's no humanity. And one of the other videos, one of the videos prior to the one that I just read about, one of the doctors, when they were haggling over back and forth and trying to negotiate price, one of the doctors was joking, talking about, I want a Lamborghini. And then in, one, in the video before that, you had one of the doctors talking about, you know, dissecting fetuses and everything else as she casually sips wine and, and eats dinner. It's like how no heart, no
1: compassion all no and it's so sad and i hope they all rot in hell
0: i mean it's when the the what really got me i saw some of the earlier videos and i'm not that squeamish of a person but when they talked about the skull cracking of the baby i could i couldn't i couldn't take that I, i was like i'm not gonna watch this i'm not gonna watch the video i couldn't i couldn't do it
1: did you see what say um Sarah Palin posted on her page.
0: I did, but I would like you, but I would like you to go ahead and say that.
1: She posted a picture of Planned Parenthood's logo and a Confederate flag and put which symbol killed 90,000 black babies last year? Defund Planned Planned Parenthood.
0: Well, you know what's funny is we had a story, I don't know, several weeks ago about the, the stupid app that Planned Parenthood was doing and we had a lot of fun with that and mm-hmm. I had mentioned then that I wasn't a big fan of Planned Parenthood but I didn't really get in get into all of it because it wasn't the time or the place but the one of the things that bothers me is that there's I mean they have a lot of those places in, in black neighborhoods
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there's a lot of black babies
1: 90,000
0: that's a lot last man. year That's a lot in a
1: year. 90,000 in a year. That's that's, I mean, that's disgusting. Why Why are you laying down? That's if uh, you're not prepared to take care of a baby or if you don't want a baby, why are you laying down without protection? Why aren't you protecting yourself? Why aren't you on birth control? I don't understand it. Now, I had a child young, but I did not ever not want her. Like they told me I couldn't have kids. So she was my miracle baby. That's my little blessing. That's right. so how I look at her. Nobody wants kids at a young age because you can't do what you want to do. Nobody does. Right. But at the end of the day, that is what God put in my life for a reason. These are God's little babies, God's little angels. And they're blessings in disguise. Yes, they may piss you off. <laughs> but I could never... I could never, me personally, go through with with an abortion. Me personally.
0: I know I talked to... um,
1: And I'm not judging anybody. No. At all. I'm not saying that, you know, different strokes for different folks. But me personally, and I'm not that high in religion, but me personally, my religion is against it. So I can't do that. And I know a girl who in high school I went to school with, she had several abortions and now she can't have kids because it messes up your body yeah. and one of which she waited very long up to the to the maximum
0: oh, to get that's all oh. yeah she's disgusting oh my goodness i mean and that's the thing about it i mean we can have people can have this debate all day long of of pro-life or pro-choice whether abortion should be legal or illegal but Shouldn't we all agree that when it gets to a certain point, it's disgusting that we should? You know what I'm saying? Can we all agree on that?
1: I, I mean, I'm all if you want to get an abortion, do what you want to do, but at a certain point, I feel like the law needs to be changed from that 11 weeks, is all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, because I mean, you look, this was
1: that baby could have probably survived in this day and age, yeah, with all the technology that we have.
0: I mean, we've we've heard of babies surviving. surviving around that exactly I mean it's just it, it was very very disturbing uh,
1: yeah I, that's this was my first time hearing about it and it's sick and it makes me sick to my stomach yeah and
0: what type of people
1: are they out like
0: wh- what and they make the the thing about it it's not even I understand that when a woman is faced with that decision that's a very difficult and very painful decision what who I the people that I'm angry about are the people who make money off of this. Right. You know, they make money. This is a business to them. And you can tell by the way that they behave, the way that they act like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's a business to them. And they want to they use they they use women as props. Right. They don't care about women for real.
1: No, they don't care about the kids either.
0: No. No, they obviously don't. I mean, this is this is some Hannibal Lecter type stuff. I
1: wonder how their families feel with that being released, and seeing how they act about it—like it's okay, like it's a joke, like oh, I want a Ferrari or a Lamborghini, whatever he said. Yeah. I—if I was his mother, I would be sickened. If I was his wife, if I was his child, if I was anything how could related you, to that animal, I would be sickened.
0: How could you? I mean, the lady—the lady was just just cavalier, just cavalier about it. Yeah, I want a Lamborghini. Really?
1: What's up? And you, uh, as a woman?
0: Yeah. Wow. There's a woman that did it. Wow. It's just amazing. So we're gonna move off. We're gonna move off of that because that just really brought the whole mood down. I'm
1: gonna bring the mood back up
0: though. Yes. When we come back, we are going to. We made a promise to you that every week. We are going to have one positive story, and this week we sure as hell need it. So stay tuned. We'll be right back here on the Outlaws. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E. Will is off today. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash the Outlaws Radio and to follow us on Twitter. At outlaws Radio, now, before we leave you today, we definitely need this positive story segment. It's been a rough it's been a rough couple of hours,
1: yeah, it definitely has been,
0: so we're definitely. We need this story. You all need this story because, hey, we, all we do is we report on the news of the day so we know that if it depresses us, it has depressed you too. So Sorry. we're going to cheer you up right now before we leave with our positive story this week.
1: This is from HuffPost. Every human life is worth the same. Mark Bustos is a hairstylist at an upscale upscale salon in New York City, but not all of his clientele have to be wealthy to get a quality trim. Sometimes they don't need a penny. Bustos spends every Sunday, his only day off from work, venturing through the city in search of anyone in need who'd appreciate a haircut. Approaching each person with the same simple phrase. I want I want to do something nice for you today. Bustos provides cuts up to six. Provides cuts to up to six people every Sunday, capturing many styles on his Instagram. Bustos has been cutting hair for for the less fortunate since May 2012, when he traveled to the Philippines to visit family members. While aboard, he paid an owner of a barbershop to rent a chair and provide services to impoverished children in need of a fresh look. The feeling was so rewarding. I decided to bring the positive energy back to NYC. Boosto sturdy, told Huffington Post in an email. Nothing he's also given haircuts to needy in Jamaica, Costa Rica, and
0: Los Angeles. Wow. Now that's awesome. That's that's really cool. That really
1: is. Yeah. Like that's just that's a good pick me up for somebody who doesn't have anything. Just oh, a fresh, a fresh cut. I mean, I, I didn't really realize how many homeless people there were, especially where, where we live, which we, we are located in Cleveland, Ohio until yesterday, which is crazy that I brought this story up because I was at the Popeye's line and I saw a homeless guy digging the trash for food.
0: I mean, it's, it's sad to see. I mean, in my, my church, um, we periodically go down to the homeless shelter and, and volunteer and. Kind of, you know, bring them stuff, and yeah. Kick it with them and hang out and stuff, and I, I mean, feel uh, terrible. It makes you realize how fortunate you really are, mm-hmm. and and how spoiled we can be. Yeah, I mean we we complain about everything. Our fries aren't fresh, and we'll right. will
1: eat them out the trash, like, right? Yeah. And it, and if you realize how many of these, um. People, like the story I reported a few weeks ago, how many restaurants throw food away,
0: Yeah,
1: and she asked to donate them to feed homeless people. Right. Like, if we had more people like that in this world, and I would have bought him some food, but I oh, I overdrafted my account already, y'all. I can't keep overdrafting <laughs> now. So I couldn't afford to buy him some food, or I would have. I didn't even right. get myself any food. I actually went home and ate. But right. if I could have, I would have bought him some food, and just, you know, here you go
0: and and the one story that i heard about was i believe it was in seattle where they basically in seattle a bunch of people brought you know materials and and wood and everything and they just built basically run one room houses like it was just a room just to be able to put homeless people in so at so at least you would have some sort of roof mm-hmm over your head. And they would take, you know, vacant lots and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. and they would just build these small houses just to get them off the streets so that you didn't have to stay outside and stay in the elements, you know. And, I mean, we we should all remember how blessed and how, you know, how blessed we really are. Yeah. And, and we, especially us as Americans, and, and we know that there's people that listen to us from around the world, but us as Americans we can be very spoiled
1: we are uh, we, we're we're we can't we are very spoiled there is no we are ungrateful and spoiled and, and that's why people don't like us <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we have to remember we have to remember that we are blessed Mm-hmm. And, and that that is something that we always have to keep in mind because no matter how bad you have it i was always taught this no matter how bad your life is going no matter what you're going through there's always someone somewhere that has it worse off than you mm-hmm. and, and that's something that we have to remember so on that note thank you so much for tuning in to the yes, outlaws to our sad sappy stories yeah. sure, guys. <laughs> we, we hope next week is going to be a better news week so that we'll have better things to talk to you about so thank you for tuning in to the outlaws and by the way I want to send a special shout out to my mother who just celebrated her birthday Woo!
1: happy birthday mama
0: i am not going to say her age because she will kill me
1: 27 there you go (laughs) (laughs) so
0: i want to say a special happy birthday to my mother so we will see you next week peace The Outlaws Radio Show on the FCB Radio Network.